watching your one piece. We are! Hello, and welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. We're back watching- Oh, oh god, oh no, it's Corazon, he's coming over here, and it looks like he's using his devil fruit pow- <laughs> okay, he's gone now. We're fine. <laughs> he's gone. Weird. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll see him again. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> it's me. I'm. I'm Jory. I've had. I had that funny joke in my head as soon as I saw his power. It's really good. <laughs> and I'm joined by Joe, who's always here with me. How's it going? Now, this is my first time actually on the podcast. Um, it's I'm really happy to finally be on. Uh, I'm I'm doing good. We are in Backstory Town this time on the podcast. We We're in weirdly framed Backstory Town. It's interesting how they do two backstories like nested inside of each other in this. There's a flashback within a flashback because there's in, like a couple of flashbacks to show. Law, they they show Doflamingo have having like memories. Yeah, he he like dreams about his past in the flashback. It's very <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes narrative sense to do them at the same time. Like they cut together well. It is just very funny to think about like how many layers deep you are sometimes. Because I think it's really all in one episode where they do the the Doflamingo stuff. But yes, we are finally getting context for the reason we have been here for seventy episodes plus all the setup in punk hazard yeah let's get, get into it we're talking about 700 we broke the 700 uh and we're going to 708 this time uh and episode 700 starts with you guessed it seven minutes of recap <laughs> and the first half of the episode basically is just like hey you know dress rosa sucks right now <laughs> it's real bad it's just bad like on fire on. there's like a whole five minute scene dedicated to like oh no the animals the animals that are here, horses. Oh no, elephants. It's very strange. I there's I refuse to believe this was in the manga. <laughs> I, I I I bet it wasn't. <laughs> oh, I guess it is. It's just drastically extended. It seems like because there's a note that says, "Uh, the elephant trying to break through the birdcage bleeds in the manga and does not bleed in the anime, but they mm, just make it longer." Can you can you believe that they make it longer? No. I would have figured that the broadcast televised version of this would be more explicit instead of... And the the book for wimpy nerds, it doesn't have blood because nerds who read can't handle it because they're, so, mm -hmm. they're so weak and fragile. I think that's true. Uh, although they're probably... I mean, we have to watch Dressrosa instead of read it, so I think they're winning. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know about that. But hey, here's the thing: it's Taurus and the hare, you know, Taurus and the hare. We're taking a long time, but we're gonna win eventually. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, that, that's definitely how anime adaptation works. Do you think that there's like a? Do you think that there's any difference in the demographic between One Piece manga readers and anime watchers? Like, do you think there's like a different age? Spread. Yes, uh, manga readers are definitely older. Anime watchers are definitely younger. I think, and I bet with like consistency, um, the more consistent, it's it's probably still the same too for people who like stick with the anime and people who stick with the manga. I feel like it's there's probably like a five to ten age gap between like what dominates each. Mm, that makes sense. Part part is just like kids don't want to sit still and read, and I think also older they would have got probably got gotten into the 
at some point been like, I just want to read and see what happens next kind of thing. Or they were into reading it before they start, before they were watching it or they just got into reading it and they don't want to watch the adaptation. Yeah. And then you have the occasional day walker who just does both for some reason. <laughs> they want that, which I would be me if I uh, could convince myself to read something I've literally already seen twice. So <laughs> yeah. uh, I want to though. <laughs> I do want to. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, we are watching One Piece, episode 700. Yeah, so all that intro stuff with the random part of the city being on fire, that happens. Uh, and then we go back to our rubber boy, Luffy, who is metaphorically on the ropes, literally in the strings. He's still tied up, and he he stays tied up for like, a, I think, half of this chunk, just because so much of it is in the past. Uh, but he, yeah, he gets like... Pretty much immediately, Duffelman goes like, no, you have to be separated from this so that we can have, like, our character moments. And he knocks yeah. Luffy down through the floor and into a hallway, which seems to just be there for him to fight. That's what this entire castle is. Yeah, it is Duffelman's <laughs> fight palace. It's his Col- Coliseum, too. <laughs> but, yeah, so Luffy's down there in this hallway with the double of Doflamingo, the string double, and also Puppeteer de Bellamy. That will make a modicum of progress by the end of this chunk. But that's, I mean, it's not because of the usual reasons nothing happens. It's it's because there's flashback to happen first. But we check in with them a couple times as he, as he fights those two. Up on the top side, though, Doflamingo explains, like, yeah, I blackmailed the world government uh, because I know that something really fucked up is in Marijuana, and if I took the op-op fruit, I could have taken advantage of it rather than just use it as blackmail. And man, I wish I knew what he meant. (laughs) Maybe we'll find out. I might know and not remember. Uh, I'm sure someone in the Discord will tell me. (laughs) But I was just like, huh, I don't remember that at all. (laughs) They call it a national treasure. So that's fun, whatever the fuck is in there. But yeah, he said he could take it. He could take advantage of it with the op-op fruit. Um, he also explains this ultimate power of the op-op fruit, that in the right hands, it has a power to give someone uh, eternal life at the sacrifice of the fruit user. So whoever has the fruit can use this move, give someone eternal life, but they die, which is a hell of a thing to set up <laughs> to like a new new newly minted main character who is partnered with the main character will law have to do this so that luffy can beat blackbeard hopefully not <laughs> it seems it seems too straightforward and easy for that to be a thing that actually happens right like yeah i i, I think it's fully because you can see that uh when they established it it's very much seemed like uh i'm gonna skip way ahead doflamingo wanted to groom law so he could uh get law to uh do that for him oh basically like I, yeah i think i think that's why they established it is that so they could show that like that's what he wanted out of like someone is especially because uh when we find out about laws uh what's wrong with him as a kid uh he he's definitely like by the time he can do that we'll just be like hey uh just help me live forever you're gonna die Mm-hmm. I definitely think that's. I don't think I. If it comes back up again, I'll be terrified. And that's the there's thing. also probably a chance that like Blackbeard will target him at some point because they want to steal powers and however that stuff works too. So yeah, I'm. I would be shocked if 
Oda wrote a power like that and it never came up again. But I do think it is much more narratively interesting if Law doesn't like Law doesn't want to use it. He has no interest yeah. in using that. Yeah. But I, you know, I think Oda knows what he's doing when he invents something like that. I don't think he would invent something like that for the narrative purpose of Doflamingo and Law and backstory and then just forget about it. <laughs> but uh I guess we'll we'll see. Who knows? It's it's a hell of a thing to have in a back pocket for sure. Uh but anyways, they fight a little bit. The the choreography's fine, but it, I I do like that Doflamingo's like, "Oh, you learned that move from uh Lao G. You you know how to do this from Diamante," like establishing just how uh dependent his upbringing was on them which is interesting because so much time like is spent without them like it's been <laughs> yeah what, 10 13 years give or take i think actually no i think thir- when law says 13 years he specifically means minion island i love that it's called that by the way but anyways yeah so that that uh is a fun little bit in that fight uh but law kind of rejects that and says nah but what matters is that i'm alive because of cora um, and now we're going to get into the flashbacks in which we learn what these things they're talking about mean, uh, which is a place in the North Blue called Spider Miles. Good name. Yeah. Uh, and we see uh, Law. I don't know how old he is in this flashback. 13 years ago. Oh, this is, si- well, this is 16 years ago. They spend three years together. It just says uh every everyone is younger law is a child i don't see any ages on this but i imagine if i were to pull up his wiki page and subtract 16 i could i could figure it out uh, he is 26 so i guess he would have been 10 his birthday's coming up october 6th oh, happy birthday law the, the flashbacks uh starts kind of slow just kind of setting stuff up um law I think we actually saw a snippet of this before. Ten uh, year old Law wearing like a string of grenades, talking about how he wants to just fucking kill everybody in the whole world. He's fighting Diamante in this flashback. It's it, it's always interesting to see a group like this where you get to see everybody look younger. So there's a lot of interesting younger version designs of uh of all these people. But Law is just like, make me an executive of your crime family. I'm I have exactly three years two months dot 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 to live because i read it on the medical charts that my dad had but he's dead now he was a doctor he's dead now he's very dead and uh yeah he's like i just want to spend my last three years uh killing and destroying so that's a great setup for law i'm sure that nothing tragic happened to get him to this position and then enters corazon who we've heard uh hint sat he's a funny not i mean funny looking but not like as an insult the way i would say treble is funny looking um you know i don't i don't understand why doflamingo calls himself joker when we've got a joker right here corazon is way more of a joker see Cor- well, corazon's Corazon like a visual like, joker while yeah. doflamingo's like the the essence of a joker yes i think the joker was split in twain <laughs> it was conceptually and this is the the aesthetic Joker, uh, <laughs> separated from the uh, the emotional Joker, as it were. G One Piece, how come uh, Oda lets you have two Jokers? Yak yak yak. Anyways, y- you know, all of you guys listening might be might be laughing at us, but someday 
when in literary classes they start teaching you about the Jokers, we'll be credited for that. The Jokers. Yeah, no. <laughs> the Jokers, not the Jokers. I'm very sorry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we've been fined. But anyways, uh, Rosiante, Del Flamenco, Corazon. I don't know the fucking combinant like Don Quixote Rosiante Corazon. Anyways, uh yeah, no, he also he's also got a big coat, uh, or like cape sort of thing. I don't think he has his arms in it either. I think it's a a good design. I like how Corazon looks. He enters the room, he never says anything. He's 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 a silent type. Uh he trips and then he like punch like baby five and buffalo are there also as children. Uh and he beats the shit out of them. <laughs> and then he He's handed some hot coffee, he spits it out because it's too hot. A lot of just, you know, visual gags to establish that this man is an idiot. Uh, But he's Doflamingo's little brother. He's the heart executive, one of the top four executives that the seat is currently empty for uh, in the present. Uh, And someone's like, yeah, he doesn't talk anymore because of some trauma or whatever. Also, he hates kids. And then we see him grab Law and chuck him out of a fucking window. Wow, surely there's no way we will like. Why does Law like this guy? I don't get it. Yeah, like, no. This Law said that's the reason he's alive. There's no way I'm gonna cry by the end of this. The, the, you know, may, maybe Law is just his life is so bad that the only people we can look look up to are people who toss him out the window. Mm-hmm. Corazon uh, lights up a cigarette and catches himself on fire. Also, which is like. <laughs> I think my favorite repeated joke of, of Corazon's bullshit. But I have summarized episode 700 in that time. Episode 701 picks up right there. Uh, this chunk is actually, I, I, again, I haven't read the manga. We'll, we'll check in with our manga correspondent later. But I, I felt like this was relatively decently paced. Just like four, like title card comes in at four minutes instead of seven that feels good (laughs) i never (laughs) felt like things are dragging on but it might just be because it's surrounded by bullshit uh in the manga or in in the anime i should say so i i don't know get at me if it's still slow i'm sure it is still slow (laughs) but anyways we get to see senior pink before he's a baby we get to see him just wearing suits how do you feel about pre-baby senior pink what happened to him uh, I don't, I don't know. I, he looks cool. I don't know. He looks like, he looks fucking cool. He look, he looks hard boiled. <laughs> he, he looks like what, if someone explained to you, like how baby five, not how baby five, how senior pink acts, you would think this is, that's what he looks like. And then if you saw him, you'd be like, why is, why is he just a giant child baby man? Yeah. <laughs> like this is just. I like how everyone just looks different. Like Giola, she she has a weird face still, but she has the one piece lady body of massive jugs and mm-hmm. no waist. Yeah, yeah. Every everyone is just skinnier in the past, which is a shame, I suppose. But unsurprising when it comes to and everyone else just looks like vaguely younger. Like Del Flamingo just has like a hipper hairstyle. He has a very like two thousand three hairstyle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm trying to think of who else is in there. I mean, Baby baby 5 and Buffalo are just children. There's uh, Treble doesn't look that different. We'll eventually see Virgo in this, and he has a really dumb haircut. <laughs> That's a requirement to be, in the, to be in the Navy to have a bad haircut at some point, I think. Probably, yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, this episode starts with an, another instance of Corazon just 
absolutely dunking on Law. And now we start to learn a little bit about Law's tragic history before this, which is that he has uh, some sickness. Someone sees like a patch of white, a white like, like he has paint on him, white patches. It looks bad. And so, I think it's Giola who knows immediately what it is and like freaks out. But Doflamingo's like, no, dipshit, it's not contagious. Why are you <laughs> freaking out about this? Which just seems to just be like a, a rumor that everyone believes, but Doflamingo is smart enough to know isn't true. But later we'll see that's just a prejudice that extends far and wide. But this is a, a thing that happened where Law grew up. Uh, Flevance is like, I escaped Flevance by pretending to be dead and I was smuggled out with corpses and everyone's like, Jesus, we're eating, kid. Crap, what the fuck? <laughs> this is fucked up. What the fuck, kid? You're 10 years old. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't know. Also, I don't remember why this is prompted. Maybe I think Law threatens Corazon and Doflamingo goes like, hey, careful there, bud, or something. Uh, so he'll do anything for his uh, family members and Law's like, lol, okay, I'm still gonna kill Corazon. I'm not gonna let him keep dunking on me like this. Um, and we see the family do, uh, not Law, we see, like, the family as it exists. Go and do a job. They do, they're, like, robbing some place. I don't remember the details. Uh, I don't know if they give the details. It's just, they just kind of do a job. It's kind of cool to see them work as a unit. Uh, notably, yeah. baby, child baby five has her devil fruit already. Yeah, I like that a lot. It's uh, I think it's it, it's just fun to see like that these people have had have just always had their powers and I think it's neat with baby <laughs> that she's just always been able to turn her leg into a fucking gun. Yeah, I think later we see that Buffalo has uh his fruit as well. It, it explains why they stuck with the family despite being so young cuz they make a point at law that uh kids that want to try and join don't usually stick it out. Baby Five and at Buffalo are rare, but probably makes sense if they have powers to take advantage of. Uh, but anyways, while they're leaving this place, I think it's Baby Five who asks about Flevance and Law's whole deal, and uh, Senior Pink explains it, while also we, the viewer, uh, see it on screen. We see we see Law's flash like further back flashback, and occasionally it cuts in with Senior Pink explaining it. Um, but this place called Flevance, it's called the White Town. Literally everything is made with some special mineral that was mined there called like, I think, I think they just call it white lead in the dub. Yeah, that's what the subtitle said. We see a little bit of Law having like his family, he has a sister, he's got parents, they're both doctors. Seems like a wealthy enough town, but not like in that, the gross way like Sabo's family. Or Senior Pink is like, yeah, so this white lead stuff, it literally poisons everybody with enough exposure, but nobody really did anything about it, and they all died for the sake of uh, the absurd wealth they were able to get <laughs> off the back of this stuff. And uh, pretty much right then, it's like, oh, hey, Law's sister now has this uh, disease. What do they call it? There's a name for it, right? This patchy skin. What's it called? I thought it was just like white. I thought it was just like something lead syndrome. That's weird. The wiki says... Amber lead syndrome, which uh, the official English name is just white lead. So maybe white lead syndrome. Mm. Interesting. I wonder what the difference is there between amber and white. Trivia. Amber lead is similar to asbestos. Wow. Uh, Law's sister has that. Do they even give her a name? <laughs> yes, they. apparently they do. It's Lamy. She'll be coming back, right? 
uh, uh, Trafalgar <laughs> Lamy. I am getting an ad on the One Piece wiki that says LGBTQ quiz. Am I gay? <laughs> I feel like you've got to take a quiz. Yeah. But anyways, so she gets sick. Basically, the country is entirely quarantined in. It's very interesting when the, the map zooms out and you see like this chunk of land like walled off. And I'm just like, how big is this? Is there a continent here? Because it looks like, I don't know. Like I look at the, the picture of like Flevance being walled off and surrounded yeah. by other. I'm like, I'm like, this makes me think of Europe. That, that, that's something that is kind of weird is for the most part, whenever we see kingdoms or cities or something, it's usually like just one on an island. And nothing else there. I, yeah. I can't but, think of another example, but I think this is in North Blue. Yeah. Which we've really just not seen. We've we've heard a lot of stories about North Blue. Uh, Sanji's from there. Noland, I think, is from there. Yes. Yeah, no, I guess there's some, like, big-ass bodies of land on uh, in North Blue that we don't uh, ever see much to think about. Anyways... Uh, the P- yeah, so this country is like kind of like or town or city. It's kind of hard to tell from how little we see, but it's kind of like walled off, quarantined off because the uh, people outside of it um, just kind of jump to the conclusion of like, oh, it's contagious. We're just gonna wall you off and not let you leave, so that nobody else gets sick and dies because it is eventually fatal. So just pretty much instantly, it becomes like a war zone where people are like fighting to get out of this area and live and are just being shot for leaving the border. It's pretty intense. Kind of goes from zero to a hundred instantly. All the rich people make it out first. Oh, that's true. Yes, they do export the rich people. Um, I forgot. That's a a great point. (laughs) We see the military's coming in to like (laughs) empty it out. Basically law hides his sister in a cabinet because she's visibly sick. He goes home finds his parents dead, he has a mental breakdown, but he he gets out of that building and escapes from the military, and then later, going back to the hospital where he hit his sister, it's just burning down. Poor kid. I understand why he has 30 years of, of bags under his eyes. Yeah. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he, he looks like a happy little kid before. He's still got his uh, dumbass hat as a kid. Briefly, but... yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he did always have the hat. And you know it's fun that he was uh he was studying to become a doctor even at like nine ten years old. Yeah, well, I mean it's a family thing for sure. <laughs> so much so they gotta be like, "Come on, Law, you gotta go have fun." He's like, "Oh, all right, I'll go have fun for the last time." <laughs> for the last time. Yeah, there's some other sad little beats in there too. Uh, like the the he has a conversation with like a nun or whatever, and then later sees <laughs> her and all up. the all yeah, the kids she... <laughs> dead. She's like, "Oh, don't worry. We'll we'll get you next." And he's like, and all the kids are like, "Come on. Yeah, law. Oh, man, I wish you could come with us, law, but that's okay. You'll you'll be on the next one." And then he comes back and they're all fucking dead. And it's weird that the fucking the world government would send in soldiers with guns and flamethrowers to just kill everyone that doesn't that through misinformation even. Are you suggesting that the world government is bad? Uh, I I would I would not I would. <laughs> I'm just looking at the page of people who are from North Blue now. Fucking Miss Golden Week? How? Uh, sure. 
Like certain certain characters, like it doesn't matter where they're from. That one seems like <laughs> why? How do you? Where do you even mention that? <laughs> Whatever. I didn't even realize she had a name. Apparently, her name's Marianne. <laughs> sure. Sure, man. Why not? People, you know, I'm glad there's people out there asking the important questions. Uh, what is Miss Golden Week's real name, and what part of the world is she from? Yeah. <laughs> what is Obama's last name? <laughs> We go up a level now to the the original flashback. Fate Law now being 10 years old. And he decides to attack Corazon. Uh, he just fucking stabs him and succeeds in stabbing him. And it's like this big cliffhanger because he did it. But oh no, Buffalo saw him do it. And that guy looks like an asshole. <laughs> he still just always sounded awful. In a way, only barely distinct from Treble. Uh, but that's 701. 702 opens up with uh, some hints of Doflamingo stuff. Uh, it's like a, a, a snippet of a mob of people saying they're going to get revenge on Celestial Dragons. Um, Doflamingo, as a child, probably the same like sort of 10-year-old age, if I had to guess, I could yeah. look it up. I mean, Luffy Luffy was 10 when he ate the fruit, I'm pretty sure. Like, Is everybody 10 when good or whatever like things that affect your whole life happen? In the in the localization of the Pokémon anime, you're 10 when you go out on your own into this terrifying world with 5-foot bees that can fuck you up. So like, I don't yeah. know, 10's just double digit age. It's an important milestone. I guess so. Yeah, so uh this is framed as Doflamingo uh dreaming. Um, sleeping and remembering his past, but Doflamingo, a child, uh, along with his child brother and father, are hung up out of windows on a burning building. <laughs> and people, there's like a mo- an angry mob, like, wit- like watching this, making it happen. You know, once again, like I said, uh, in in the world of One Piece, uh, you're guilty for the sins of the father. Yeah, you, you know uh, what we see about Doflamingo. I mean, he. It, 100% is absolutely guilty of anything related he to He doubles him. down. Because <laughs> he's a bad guy. But uh, his his brother there, uh, I don't know. I don't know if he deserves that. No. Well, that's the thing, too, where it's like, it's like, it, it's, maybe it adds the he little didn't bit deserve of like, it at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was a and child. <laughs> but he gets, you, like, radicalized <laughs> in the wrong direction and doubles down on doing terrible things. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, I guess the opposite of what? Corazon ends up doing spoilers yeah. for this episode of the podcast. They shoot an arrow up at Doflamingo, it barely misses, and he screams like it hit him. And then Doflamingo, in the pseudo-present, jolts awake from his flashback dream. Uh, he was reading a book about Fleemans, I think, if I remember the visual. But then he gets a phone call about Law. Um, or I, I think, I don't maybe he does. Yeah, no, Law, he gets informed about Law doing something, and it seems like it's the stabbing from the last episode, but it ends up not being that. I don't think anyway. It, well, they they have the meeting and it's like, yeah, when they 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 just say Law did something and then they have the meeting and he's like, "You're in the crew, Law," <laughs> and Corazon's like, "Yeah, guy tried to stab me, but I killed him." <laughs> yeah, I guess I just didn't realize and never say what was told to Doflamingo on the phone. So I guess it's left open to interpretation, maybe. If they were like, yeah. yeah, Law stabbed me, make him a crew member. 
or if it's unrelated <laughs> that, entirely that, that, and Corazon just covers for him. That that's what I I got what I assumed at first is like, oh, they're like, damn, you actually just fucking stabbed this guy. You're hard as hell. Get in. You're in. You're in, man. Yeah, I can't uh I can't remember anything else that comes up about that. So that's yeah, I guess you could read it either way. Um <laughs> uh, but now we're gonna go back and uh Do Flamingo flashback town. So his dad, right? Dad what's his what's this dumbass's name? Don Quixote Holming is his name. He decides he's a a world noble, a celestial dragon. He's like, what if I wasn't? And everyone else in the celestial dragons is like, you fucking idiot. You want to fraternize with humans? And I think it's funny that they call people who aren't this status human as if they're not. <laughs> much to think about, much to worry about. Uh, they also mentioned something about like, there's like a line where it's like, turn in your celestial dragon ID chip. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> That was weird. And I like how uh, when they abandon being rich, they still get, like, a super nice house. Yeah, no, they still live in a fucking McMansion. <laughs> it's like, it, it c- cuts to, like, Doflamingo, like, diving in a fucking chest of gold like Scrooge McDuck. And he's like, where's the fucking servants, though? Why are we, why are we downsizing to fucking peasants? <laughs> Where are the slaves? Let's go into town and get some slaves. What the, the fuck, Dad? Where's my fucking the- slaves? The the thing that I I it's, I feel like it's unintentional. I just I I love the showing just the hubris of how out of touch rich people are. Is they don't realize that uh even if they're not the bad rich people, uh people are gonna be mad at them for the things the bad rich people did. <laughs> but also with the, with Doflamingo going, hey, let's go get some slaves means they definitely had had some. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean Do Doflamingo at ten years old is like expecting to have them. <laughs> So they definitely did. He tried to give it up, and this is what happens. Yeah, so yeah, they still have the sicko mansion, um, blah, blah, blah. They go into town and try and, like, talk to people and be normal, and everyone's like, oh, Jesus Christ, and then they burn the fucking mansion down instantly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as they should, and the dad's like, okay, um, what? <laughs> they like The dad calls up the Celestial Dragon and is yeah, like, he's like, please let us back. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't realize they're gonna want to fucking kill me. And like, nope, don't talk to us. Too bad you're a regular peasant now. Get away from me. Uh, he what? The only interesting thing worth mentioning out is that the dad's like, even if it's just them and not me, like take the wife and kids. And they're like, no, fuck off. Uh, so that is a plot beat. They're like in a shack at this point. I I, I definitely think part of the they show uh their parents as being nice is to show that Doflamingo even still is a fucked up monster. <laughs> yeah, he like, just took every wrong lesson from every possible thing that happens to him. And sure, <laughs> yeah, bad things happen after this point uh, because people are like, all rich people are the same, guilty for the sins of the father. These like, There's like scenes of these kids being like beaten by crowds with a stick and it's like... Yeah. That don't, sucks don't do it for to him. The, kids. the the time it was bothering me is like my my children stepped in front of the celestial dragons and you guys killed them. So we're gonna fucking kill your kids. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. What are you gonna do? And that's the thing too is that like it's very interesting as this pocket of character studies where like the parents are like we just want to be normal. We know that people are going to fucking hate us. It's a challenge. And, like, all that happens 
They get like uh, tortured, strung up, and yeah. uh, Corazon's like, yeah, but I'm not gonna become like a fucking murderer. <laughs> Yeah, Come on! Why would I be? Why would I become worse? <laughs> and stuff with the dad. That's like they don't make it very too clear, but it just seems like the dad at one point was like, "The way we live is really stupid, huh?" <laughs> like that's the, that. I feel like that's motivation. Like when he tells kids, "No, it'll be satisfying. It'll be satisfying enough for us to live normal, like how everyone else does, instead of with slaves and people bowing down in front of us when they see us." Yeah, we'll it's be pretty just brief. as happy if people don't do that. <laughs> and Doflamingo is like, "No, I won't. <laughs> no, I don't think I will. None for me, thanks." <laughs> uh, so that's his whole fucking Joker moment: is that uh, he lives ten ten years as a spoiled boy with slaves, and then he um, has to uh, be beaten for. <laughs> The consequences of an entire class uh, that he is was only born into. Granted, you, you know what? every I, uh, everything that comes out of his mouth makes it clear that he is on their fucking side. You, you, like, you know what? He's like yelling at regular people. Why are none of you bowing down for me? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah, shut your fucking mouth, kid. Yeah. I'm not saying you should hit the kid, but come on. <laughs> You know, this is this saying this out loud is making me realize that's that's why so many people are just weird in like social media comment spaces. It's like, oh, <laughs> someone uh, gets mad at them for something they benefit off of, but it's not directly their fault. Instead of going, huh, I wonder why that is. They go, fuck, you know, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. Doflamingo. Doflamingo <laughs> would absolutely be like. Well, I didn't. I never owned slaves, so he did. But in this he, situation, he did, but I see the I comparison you're making. Why, why do Why do I have to care about it now in 2020? Like, Just uh, because I huh? was raised with the absurd wealth <laughs> and people. Just because my neighbor murdered uh, an entire <laughs> island because they made eye contact doesn't mean. <laughs> That I should have to give up my slaves, <laughs> but no, that's yeah, that's the thing. It's like there, there's an ex- it, it's a very interesting sort of character because you're like, yeah, he's a fucking child. Why would he know better? His dad's trying, and his kid's fucking rejecting it because guess what? Kids are fucking stupid. But then, Especially like at that age, <laughs> yeah. But then, just like uh, everything bad happens, and then as he gets older, he never reflects and gets better he only doubles down and gets worse because guess what he's a villain in a cartoon he's a villain in a comic book he's the fucking joker but anyways uh yeah corazon just seems kind of normal throughout all this uh what yeah so let's see the kid yeah kids get beaten in the street mom gets sick and dies that's a shame uh i don't know she probably had like two lines in this episode before that um they're living in like some abandoned shack or whatever but then they get found and harassed again for their previous wealth. And uh, Doflamingo just starts blaming his dad. He's like, this is all your fault for for giving up the, the power and wealth uh, that they have. I don't, I don't think we see him kill his dad quite yet. Maybe soon? I don't remember. But no, because my notes just say he's blaming his dad, and then we go back to Law, who is uh, being invited to join the Doflamingo family. Corazon yeah. walks in and is just like, hey man, I'm normal. And then Doflamingo notices that he's been attacked and he's like, oh, Cor, what happened? And he just pulls out a 
piece of paper and he's like i'm fine i took care of it uh, an enemy attacked i took care of it uh but anyway yeah so law is welcomed into the into the family and law has this sort of weird sort of debt like core it's uncovered for me why that's weird anyways doflamingo explains that there is a fruit that could save law's life and he is now going to train him for 10 years to be his right-hand man. And this is so sudden and insane that it, you're right, that I'm just like, yeah, no, he was like, this kid's going to be a great patsy to give me this, like, eternal life power. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see any other way to read that. Like, as soon as he said that, it's like, oh, he, he was good at, he wanted to groom Law so he could just get him to be willing to die for him. Because everyone else in the crew already seems to be ready to do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And it doesn't work because Corazon doesn't let that happen. Uh, Duffelingo's also like, yeah, I know. I trust you, kid. I think there's something there because you know suffering in a similar way that I do. Yeah. If what? You mean you both had flashbacks with a lot of fire in them? Sure. <laughs> yeah, let's say uh, it's, not, it's not a com- competition, but uh, <laughs> Law saw his dead parents, but he was not responsible for the death of one of them. No. Although he did briefly try to get worse. That was his original plan when he came here. It was like, look, bad things happened to me that were unfair, so I'm going to reflect more violence onto the world. And Corazon's like, no, you fucking don't, you little shit. I can fix you. I, I gotta prevent my brother from happening again. That's literally what he says in one of these episodes. Uh, it's like, I refuse to let you be like Doflamingo. Um, and the reason he says that is uh, actually revealed uh, in this episode, still 702. Uh, so there's a montage of them doing their, like, jobs, their, you know, whatever they do with crimes. Uh, in, in the montage, we see, like, a baby Dellinger join, uh, the crew in the background. Uh, Law gets more patches of, on his skin, uh, two years pass, he looks worse and worse, and he learns that, uh, or well, he's talking to, I think, Baby Five and Buffalo, and he's like, yeah, well, my full name is... It was, someone's like, it was, so it's Law, code name. And he's like, no, it's just my name. My full name is Trafalgar D. Water Law. And he is about to say that his family does something and they cut him off because they're like, I don't fucking care, dude. That's not, I don't need to know about that. But Corazon was nearby and like grabs him and runs away and is like, wait, do you really have a D in your name? And Law is like, wait, you can talk? <laughs> and yes, he can. But Corazon's like, if you have a D, you have to leave right now. And that's <laughs> the yeah. end of 702. 703, uh, Corazon's like, I never said that I was a mute. I just stopped talking and people jumped to conclusions, <laughs> which is funny. Uh, he, but he reveals that he has a devil fruit as well, which is to make, as you joked in the first minutes of this episode, a soundproof barrier. Although I was thinking about it, and I think that if you made a barrier around the microphone, the microphone would still hear it. That's, uh, you know, that's a good, that's a question that we could go on for a long time about. Mm-hmm. Although it's, it's clear that there's different ways to use it, because he uses it specifically to make a person, himself, or Law at one point, not make any noise. So if he used yeah. the power on us, then we couldn't speak. But if it was yeah. just the barrier, then... That I think I think the microphone would still pick up the sound. Much to think about. It, here's <laughs> that's gonna be the dumbest fucking thing I've ever said in my life. <laughs> if 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 he put it onto the computer 
would the computer still be able to like process the sounds being put in or no? That's I what I need to know. I th- it probably well, I think it would still be able to hear, but it wouldn't be able to make a noise, right? In which case, I would love to have this fruit and use it on like every fan I've ever owned. Yeah. Anyways, you know, I think this is the best power that's ever been introduced. Robin who? <laughs> It's very good. Um, yeah, so he has the, he makes the soundproof barrier so he can talk to Law and nobody will hear them. Uh, he says, oh, the clutch thing was only ever an act as he sets himself on fire. <laughs> He's like, oh, wait, no, I get, I'm just actually a dumbass, sorry. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, he says he doesn't hold a grudge against his parents. They only ever acted out of love, but Doflamingo became a monster. Uh, I don't remember why he brings up Virgo, but he's like, yeah, also Virgo was involved in getting us involved in this life. Uh, he's off somewhere doing some secret mission that only Doflamingo knows about. Yeah, there's like a small thing that comes up with Virgo later. And I think just to show like how deep Virgo's ties were with Doflamingo's crew. Just a little fun for that, I guess. Yeah, also because it's just kind of the worst thing imaginable when it happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. That the That the audience can know because they know Virgo, but... It also makes sense to further seed why Law hated Virgo so much. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, Corazon's like, I don't want you to be like Doflamingo. Also, if you have this title of D, it gets passed down in this weird way where, like, whoever has it is destined to oppose the power of God. And Law's like, that's fucking stupid. I'm going to go tell Doflamingo you can talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that's a fun little thing, as you expect. Oh, he's 12! Here's the, here's the moment that's gonna make Law turn over. No, he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, I'm telling on you. I'm 12 years old and I'm gonna die soon. Leave me alone, old man. All you've done is dunk me out of windows. <laughs> I like the old, that, like, rich people tell their kids that, like, someone with the, with the middle na- initial D will, like, eat you. <laughs> They're out to get you. That's true, like, actually. Like a boogeyman. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, it's true. My brother's been initials T. It's true. It's why we live in fear of Chris. Yeah, that's why they that's why they had so much success as a wrestler. Anyways, it was the, <laughs> the will of the willifer of Christopher D. <laughs> Anyways, what fuck uh yeah, so Corazon's like, ah oh, shit, I fucked up and like runs and tries to beat Law to the ship, but he gets there and sees Doflamingo in there. Doflamingo's just like, Corazon! The fuck are you doing? Get up here, asshole. <laughs> You're late, and but like in a normal way, and Corazon's like, wait a minute, did Law not tell him? And Law shows up and says, hey, hey, we're even now because I stabbed you, and you didn't tell anybody. <laughs> Two years ago, I stabbed you, and we're still cool. I, I do like how uh, Buffalo and Baby Five like just hold it over his head, but they also don't do anything with it ever. <laughs> no, there's like if you don't play with us, we'll we'll tell we'll tell that you tried to kill his brother. <laughs> They're also children. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they also see him talk to Corazon, and they're just like, why did you two, like, move your mouths and, like, not say anything? That's a weird game. And Law's like, I'll tell you over, like, ice cream or something. And then I'm assuming he didn't. I don't know. Yeah. I also, I do like the little, the thing they have there. He's like, all right, baby five, can you give me some money? And she's like, oh, sure. He needs me. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, it, she's, she's, she's always been always. that way. <laughs> but, yeah, so basically cut ahead to Corazon stealing Law and uh, running away from the crew. 
uh, which t- to the surprise of everyone, including Doflamingo, they're like in the middle of fighting off Marines and they're like, wait a minute, where are they? And they just are gone. And we see that uh, on this little dinghy ship that they stole away on, Corazon is calling directly Sengoku. He just has a... <laughs> yeah! He's just a secret agent this whole time. And he's like reporting back and he's like, uh, I don't remember if they're already talking about the fruit in this scene, but he gets info about the op-op fruit from Sengoku directly. I think it's in the next episode. Yeah, no, it is because uh, they don't know about it yet. But yeah, so Corazon just checks in with Sengoku, uh, and then after they hang up the phone, someone comes in and it's like, oh yeah, you're the new guy that wants to be transferred to G5, and it's Virgo with a shitty haircut and an egg on his face. And they also, they show like a quick thing, it says like Vice Admiral Rosinante or something in the subtitles, and there's a blonde a guy Vice in Admiral? Marine. He, he had some like higher rank. Damn, that's crazy. I don't remember him having a title. I believe you, but I don't, I didn't catch it. He was a commander it looks like oh, okay yeah he later lies to law that he's not a marine but yeah so corazon is like law i'm just gonna take you to every doctor i can find to get you cured and every doctor they go to for literally six months is like that thing's the fucking monster take it away from me i don't want to look that's contagious i don't want to look at it and then after six months pass corazon is like we, we see them like on some island corazon's like crying and sad because he cares about this kid a lot and wants them to just get better and get free of this life and he's just like every day i take him to a hospital and make him relive his fucking trauma i should just fucking stop <laughs> it, it is very funny that what them going to the hospitals and he's just like hey fix this kid and everyone freaks out but also uh it's horrific for law to have to deal with that yeah they're funny scenes especially, and then they especially are when they call up is like why did i thought you killed everyone come and kill this child <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's particularly fucked up. Actually, they should. I bet they sh- they should have gone to John Island though. I bet she could have done it. I bet Doctorine could have done it. Yep, she definitely could have. I believe it. Um, or the the other guy whose name I don't remember. But anyways, yeah. So Corazon is like, he's talking out loud about how much he cares about this kid and how much he why he's doing what he's doing now, and we because lost asleep seemingly and then we cut a we cut to seeing that law is awake and heard all of it so um they we you know they wake up the next day law's like i made you breakfast and they just start to become closer friends and uh this episode ends with more fighting back in dress rosa nothing significant but you know they're fighting still 704 starts they're still fighting luffy finally gets those strings off of his arms he uses uh gear third and and hockey to to make his wrists big and they break off and that's it now we're back to flashbacks yeah uh yeah so law and corazon they're they're vibing and doflamingo calls corazon and it makes me wonder did they never is this the first time doflamingo thought to call corazon did he have a snail this whole time and they just he just trusted him the whole time i guess so it seems like it took six months for him to really doubt Corazon for a reason he's about to say. When um, there's a specific thing where I don't know how he wasn't suspicious immediately, <laughs> but that doesn't get shown until like you, right at the guys, end of this. Yeah, but yeah. So Doflamingo's like, yeah. So I found the op-op fruit. It should be able to cure Law's power. Corazon, I trust you enough to eat it and do the the, the fruiting. So. 
I guess that's a wrench in what we were talking about earlier. If he he's saying he wants Corazon to eat it, but also as soon as he hangs up the phone, he's like, I don't trust Corazon actually. So maybe not. I don't know. Maybe he wants to sacrifice Corazon for the eternal life and then replace him with Law in ten years. I could I could believe any which way. There's no way that he found the op op fruit and wasn't thinking. I need eternal life from one of these fuckers. Whoever eats this yeah. is dying for me. Yeah. <laughs> Whether he means he wants Corazon to eat it or not. But uh, Corazon obviously has a fruit, so either Doflamingo is intentionally lying or doesn't know. Anyways, it's hard to tell, too, because Doflamingo just has a look on his face like he's doing something evil at every moment. So it's yeah. hard to know if he like knows what he's doing by saying that. Yeah, good character design. But anyways, yeah, so after he hangs up the phone and Corazon's like, yeah, okay, cool. Well, I guess he doesn't say anything because he doesn't speak. But it taps by the uh, on the snail. Yeah, I guess so. Duffelmango hangs up the phone and is like, we used to be attacked by the Navy somehow knowing where we were constantly, and it hasn't happened in six months since Corazon left. So <laughs> I think that's, you know, I, I don't want to doubt my brother because we're blood, but it's kind of hard to ignore. Uh, Corazon calls Sengoku and is like, tell me where this fruit is. And Sengoku's like, how the fuck do you know that we're buying a fruit off of some pirates? And Corazon's <laughs> like, how do you think? <laughs> and so I guess he gets the information about that, but Law passes out because he's getting way too sick. You might remember that he said he had like three years and two months, and it's now been about that. Three years? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so they're traveling, Law's just getting sicker and sicker, and Law's like, wait, Corazon, are you a Marine? Because Marines killed my family. And Corazon's like, uh, no, uh, don't worry about it, buddy, little guy. It's all gonna be okay. Uh, he's like, if I take this fruit, it's gonna make enemies of literally everybody. So ultimately, I am not with anybody but you, Law. Which, I believe. He's lying about not being a Marine, but I believe this when he says it. Unless when he, he knows yeah, he's gonna he die. Says- there's there's that too, but it's, he's definitely basically saying like, well, as of this moment, because I've decided to do this. No, I I am not. I'm not lying to you, <laughs> because the acts of this will be leave me not a, a, a marine. Yeah, I am a marine up until we succeed or fail in this. And uh, you know, you know the the law in the One Piece world is if you're a marine and someone asks you, you have to say yes or no. You can't lie. What's <laughs> entrapment? All these flashbacks have, like, the, like, say there's, like, you know, ten good marines. They all die in flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. What happens next? Okay, so they're going to the, the place where the fruit is, which is Minion Island. It's the island where minions are from. Yep. Those little guys that Robin loves. Mm-hmm. So we see the pirates talking about this special fruit some fancy doctor had it once, maybe. And Corazon, it, I actually really love the sequence where Corazon runs through and like raids this place and like knocks out all the lights and attacks people, but it's all silent. Like the explosions are silent. It's a really cool usage of his power. I, you know, spoilers, he doesn't make it out of here alive. I do wonder if anyone else will ever get that power before the show ends because it's cool. But yeah, so yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a fun little action sequence that plays with sound in a fun way. Law has a memory of, like, a few days ago of them playing around and being nice together. And that's, uh... I mean, the episode ends with him succeeding. Uh, Corazon gets the fruit. He gets it out. It's shaped like a heart, of course, because... Come on. Consistency. Yeah. His I, name's I do, Corazon. 
Which means heart. I, I do like the... Uh... Heart pirates. <laughs> I do like the the thing of, like, Law going, your power's stupid, you can't do anything cool with that, and then it proceeds to show him being fucking awesome with it. Well, yeah, it's it's funny because, also, like, in the flashback, I just remembered, I thought you were gonna say this, and I remembered it, that Corazon's like, no, it's super cool, watch this. And then, like, there's a beat, and then Law, like, smells a fart that he didn't hear, and he's like, the coolest <laughs> yeah. power in the world, dude. But yeah, no, he uses it to do, like, an incredible, uh, like, takedown of this place and nobody hears them <laughs> yeah, just the sickest heist ever yeah no love it great power uh but yeah so that's uh he gets the fruit at the end of the episode but he is still a dumbass klutz and he trips and like rolls down the snow hill and the episode ends with like cutting away from a bunch of gunshots so i'm sure that's fine uh 705 suru is here and she's a little bit younger Suru is a funny character because you see her like once every 200 episodes and you're like, oh, yeah, I know her. You've never (laughs) really seen her do much or uh, have an impact on the story. She has that weird laundry fruit. (laughs) Yeah, so we've seen like twice, maybe. The wash wash fruit. The washy wash. She's been around for a while, too. She showed up like right after Alabaster, right? Or or Uh, yeah, her 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 debut is episode 151. Okay, yeah, because that's around the same time Doflamingo first showed up, I think. Probably, yeah. yeah. same episode, yeah. She is 76, in, well, post-time skip, so in this, she's probably, like, 66. Um, but anyways, yeah, she is uh, here, and she's, like, monitoring uh, the fruit from another island. I don't remember if it's Swallow or one of the other islands on the map, but she's, she's in the area. But Corazon makes it to Law forces the fucking fruit down his throat and then falls on the ground dying and uh he tells law that he needs to he needs to learn he needs knowledge to make the fruit as power as possible you still have to have doctor skills to use a doctor fruit i guess and then he also does this other thing where he's like give this little black special message container to the marines they'll know what to do with it if you do it it could save a whole country it's called dress rosa don't worry about it but it's like this tiny little looks like a usb stick but this is a little container with a lock on it that law takes and is like okay yeah no i'll give it to the first marine i see here and uh corazon a liar who is about to die says after this it'll it'll all be okay and we'll travel together law so law runs away finds some marines and gives it to marine but wouldn't you know it he gives it to virgo um instantly sad because you know how this is gonna go and also, Law's uh, second thing that he does is say, hey, uh, please come help my friend who has been shot. Uh, so he drags Virgo over to Corazon, and Virgo's like, ah, oh, shit. Like, they both know each other, and Corazon's like, ah, oh, shit, Virgo, and Virgo's like, you can talk? <laughs> so this prompts Virgo to read the message, and it's, I guess, just telling that... <laughs> Doflamingo is going to go do this thing in Dressrosa, which hasn't happened yet, yep. but he has his plan, and Virgo's like, as if, and then destroys the message and then beats the shit out of Corazon, <laughs> and then tells Doflamingo about it. So that's a shame, because we could have avoided this whole arc. Yeah. And things would be better. Law probably wouldn't be in this show if he just had to have a happy life. Yeah. We wouldn't we wouldn't be here, there wouldn't be tons of people dead. There wouldn't be an entire nation in distress. 
lots of other things. We wouldn't have watched 70 episodes and still have 30 to go. <laughs> lots of things would be better. They barely escape, I'm assuming, because they can be silent. And Virgo misses them and is like, ah, shit, they escaped. And Doflamingo makes the birdcage. That's how, that's how Law knows what it is. That's true. We got some flashes of that, I don't know, 30 episodes ago. And Corazon is like, well, this is the end for me. Uh, but I want Law to remember me as someone who smiles. So he creepily smiles with like blood running out of his mouth for the rest of these episodes. So that's the end of 705. Uh. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. 706 is particularly sad. Uh, this, is, this, is the, this is the sad final beat of the sad flashback stuff. Uh, starts with just a reminder that the birdcage is happening. Uh, Doflamingo runs up to this pirate uh, like stronghold place outfit, whatever you want to call it, and tries to rob them and fuck them up. But the fruit's not even here. The fruit's already been stolen. Doflamingo, I guess... I don't remember why he starts thinking about this, but we get a flashback of him meeting Treble when he was 10 years old. So it seems like he met Virgo, and Virgo was like, yeah, this is the boss. And Doflamingo just became the boss over time. Yeah, and Treble's just saying something like, you really want to be a fucked up sicko? I'll show you how. And also, Treble mentions that, like, oh, you must have some strong hockey if you were able to knock those people out with just yeah. the bad, with your bad vibes. So <laughs> I think Treble knows that he's getting someone strong on his side at that point. But I guess that that also further, I forgot about that. Uh, it further contextualizes why Treble's kind of the one that sticks with him at the end. Like, it's like, why was it him and Treble up there in the palace? But like, I guess he's been with Treble the longest. That's true. He's the reason he's one of many reasons, but ultimately the reason he's here now, uh, because Virgo ends up being not very important, just kind of a friend of a friend that brought him over there. Uh, but yeah, so we we kind of wrap up the Doflamingo flashback here because we we see that he um he he kills his dad, <laughs> shoots his dad, and um, notably when he's holding Corazon, like his dad's like holding Corazon and they're both crying yeah, and fucked up. <laughs> and uh, Doflamingo just shoots him dead and is like, "All right, here we go." And then Corazon disappears and shows up several years later, but he uh, has been. Uh, saved by the Marines in that time. So, like, hey kid, you want to join us? Yeah, and then he goes back to, I guess, infiltrate whatever Doflamingo's doing and take him down. And he's been playing the fucking long game. But, anyways, that's that, I guess. Because we go back to Law, who wakes up. He is trapped somewhere. He's in some sort of small space he can't get out of. We see Corazon out in the snow drawing attention and attacks from the whole Don Quixote family. They all just beat the fucking shit out of them. And we start to realize that Law is in a treasure chest right nearby. So he is hearing all of the stuff that's happening. And Corazon knows it. We see that flashback of Corazon meeting Sengoku when he was 10. Or uh, maybe 9, 8, I don't know how much younger he is. But uh, he, Doflamingo shows up and he tells Doflamingo the truth. He's just like, yeah, I was a Marine. I was trying to take you down. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> we already know all this. I'm not going to, I don't need it. I didn't write it down, so I can't repeat it even if I wanted to. But then the sad thing happens where he knocks his head on the chest behind him a couple of times, which is just signifying that he is talking now to Law and not Doflamingo, even though obviously the dialogue works for both. But he says, Hey, I'm sorry that I lied to you, but I was actually a Marine. 
but I just thought uh, he has like another line where he's just like, "Didn't want you to hate me for it." Like, yeah, that's it. Which is very sad. And Law goes, "You're stupid. I knew the whole time." <laughs> yeah, but he. I think at this point it's clear that he has used his power on Law, so Law can't make any noise. Yeah. Uh, which guess what? That's gonna get really sad by the end of this episode. Oh boy, that's a that's good good uh, <laughs> good use there. Oh Very yeah, no, powerful. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculously effective. But yeah, so he also tells Doflamingo that the f- fruit was eaten. Law ate the fruit, and he's probably already been taken by the Marines. Um, I forgot to mention that we see like a random boy escape from the town. Out of the birdcage, that like I don't, maybe it's in the last episode. I don't fucking remember, but it happens, and I didn't think it mattered, so I didn't write it down. But it does come up now because there's a report from the Marines that a boy was uh, saved, and they mentioned that he has an X scar on his chin. I don't know if we need to talk about that, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> it happens, and that's just kind of convenient for Corazon because he was bluffing. Uh, we yeah, we realize that Law has been silenced in there, and Doflamingo's like, well, I'm I'm. You know, I still wanted Law to grow up and die for me. So, yeah, I don't know. There's a flashback. Uh, Corazon saying that he's not going to. Oh, no, I think. Uh, Cor- no, Corazon's saying that Doflamingo's not going to kill him. Yeah, he tell he says to Law, like, ah, he won't kill me. He's my brother. He's just going to be real mad. Yeah, and he gives that big smile. And then, yeah, Corazon tells Doflamingo that he is free. Uh, Law is free, and that Law will not be like Doflamingo is, and that makes Doflamingo shoot him! He shoots Corazon several times with a gun. <laughs> and they all uh, take the treasure and leave, and basically there's a shot of Corazon being like, I have to stay alive just long enough to keep my power active and make sure Law escapes. And Law does escape. He he climbs out of the chest as it's being carried away. And he's running away and screaming and crying. And it's just like, yeah, no, the, the fact is that as soon as he can hear himself cry, he knows. Yeah, that. he knows he's dead. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's, no, it's very he's effective. Like, he's, because he's, as soon as, like, he started, like, moving out, like, crying, like, I know what they're going to do here, right? Yeah, <laughs> no, I know you, that's the happen. thing. You start, you start like uh, expecting it. <laughs> Just as soon, soon, then you know he's dead. It's fucked up. I was gonna make a joke about how um, there's a guy here named Diaz Barrels, D's Barrels, <laughs> but now I see that he's actually kind of important. And then, and on the wiki page, because hmm. uh, he is the the father of that boy who escaped. Which I don't know if you caught anything about that x scar on the chin that's weird <laughs> why is that gotta be connected by the way yeah i don't know i i i was i was thinking that like why is that here and i guess like because we already knew that he was a a former marine yeah we'll talk about extra for listeners who might not know just from the chin but we're talking we already about uh, part seven from jojo yeah, that's true. We already knew that he was an ex-Marine, so I guess it's just like, oh, I guess it's interesting that he shows up, that that's how he got taken into the Marines, but that's also, like, his dad was a Marine. I don't know why he was here at all. But <laughs> Oh, no, I see. I see. I'm re- This is not in the text at all. 
I, maybe it's explained somewhere and I'm forgetting it, but from the wiki, his dad, D, D's Barrels, uh, used to be a Marine, defected to become a pirate, and then ran away from the pirates being killed to go back to the Marines here. And then, <laughs> okay. and then defects to be a pirate. <laughs> huh, all right. X-Drake sure is a guy. He sure is a dude. He sure is a dinosaur. <laughs> um, you know, there's something that uh, these these flashbacks made me wonder. What 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 was Doflamingo's like plan with Law over these last like thirteen years or so? Was he just at some point thinking, ah, oh, that kid's gonna come back? Like seeing his name in the papers, like, oh fuck, it's that one kid. Because like their dialogue at the towards the beginning of Dress Rosa seemed like. Law left the Doflamingo Pirates a lot more recently than he did. That's yeah, what I got that, from it. That might be a side effect of just Oda make like figuring it out a little late, which a lot of things in this arc feel that way, especially in the adaptation because they're stretched for time. Yeah. Uh, like Hyridan finally starts to fight someone and it makes sense. And I'm just like, I bet it's fine in the manga because you just don't see him in between. Whereas the anime is like, Show the giant again. Show him. He's doing nothing. Why are we showing him? But anyways, I don't know. But because I, I, clearly Doflamingo still had like his eyes set on that fruit in some way. But maybe he just knew. Maybe he just, yeah, maybe he, you're right. He just knew that Law would eventually come knocking at his door either like this or otherwise. But I don't know because the Law has been a warlord for a while, so I'm sh- sure it was only a matter of time before they were in the same room again. And technically speaking, they were both at Marineford. Yeah, there's that. And when when he got a part of uh, when Law was a Shishibukai for the little bit he was, there had to have been some kind of meeting, right? <laughs> I don't know. It seems rare that they meet we've seen it happen yeah we saw it once right after alabasta because of crocodile's whole thing but as the show has gone on that seems really uncommon so yeah, i don't know that's fair and then marineford happened but even still like law was there very brief briefly as well yeah yeah law showed up to save luffy and that was it i don't even know if doflamingo knew about it until afterwards but uh yeah no great great sad stuff there at the end Pretty pretty decent flashback stuff. Doesn't take a super long time from uh, 700 to 706, and it establishes Law stuff and Doflamingo stuff pretty succinctly. Uh, so let's do two more episodes of uh, fighting and nothing else happening. Uh, 707! 707 is, all right, we got flashback. What is everyone else who's still in, Do- yes. in Dressrosa doing? That's, like, that's all it is. Like, it's, it's a little it's- more established than some of this like a lot of the check-ins we've had in the past yeah but yes no it, it is a lot of just like let's check in on literally everybody especially because yeah no it's been how many weeks how many weeks has this anime aired since you've seen what's happening in all 20 fucking fights <laughs> uh, uh doflamingo now has a rainbow string so uh gay rights <laughs> law says that he is going to finish corazon's wish by Killing him, and I actually like this exchange because Doflamingo's like, so you're, you, what you think is your free will still is just something that belongs to me. You're still just tied to me. So that's a, that's a fun little way that Doflamingo sees the world, which is to say he sees himself and nothing else. Yeah. Luffy uh, is just not really able to, to do anything with the string clone because Bellamy is being used as a shield. More of that. That doesn't really change until the next episode. 
and Law is like, why do you care about Luffy, Doflamingo? Uh, I guess it has to do with the will of D. Dof- uh, and like, you guys are here to kill me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Law's like, well, did you know that I have a D too? And that seems to piss him off, and he didn't know. <laughs> so I'm sure I'll handle that well. Uh, so yes, I think yeah, basically a lot. Now we have a huge chunk of the episodes that just uh, getting an update on where everybody is, partly through Viola's uh, magical sight powers. Um, yeah, Smile Factory. There's this. Yeah, there's a Smile Factory with Senior Pink. Pika is on the statue of himself. Doflamingo in trouble on the palace. The Sunflower Field has Diamante. Uh, Gladius is right below that, and then lower than that is Dellinger, Lauji, Mach Vice, and Baby Five. So there's ten executives still fighting, and there's technically more good guys than that. I think. Uh, maybe, maybe it's the exact same number. Who knows? Because Rebecca doesn't really count as fighting right now, but there's like three people up where Gladius is. So, uh, let's just see. Uh, Senior Pink gives the cat a thumbs up. That's the only thing worth mentioning in all of the fights that they check in on. <laughs> he does that, and they go, and all the girls go so hard boiled. That's great. Mm-hmm. The cat basically says so hard boiled as well, but they can't speak. I'm uh, I I don't like how Zoro is just still fighting Pika. <laughs> he's been fighting pika for a while no it's just keeps pika from uh doing more fucked up shit which he ends up doing anyway here it really feels like pika's fucked up shit should fuck up everybody's shit but it doesn't kiros actually lands a cut on diamante though and he decides to turn the entire sunflower field into a waving flag which is cool i think it's a great idea visual set piece looks good I think it should fuck up everything around them, but whatever. Bart tells Robin to run ahead and help with the flower field fight. So he makes some barriers and she uses her, her power to make steps out of her own legs. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's bad at this point. I, uh, <laughs> I, I see, I see feet happen with her power and I just start cheering. <laughs> I don't know what to she say about feet, that. She makes feet burst out of the out of the side of the hill, and I just grab my dog, going, "Rain, look, feet!" <laughs> she did it again. Because jokes are the best when only I'm around to laugh at them, and I subject someone who cannot like comprehend like comedy. <laughs> no, I no, I understand. I've made I've done that with my cats before, so I get it. But yeah, so Robin's heading up there with her feet. Um, her feet on feet action. Uh, Cavendish is currently fighting Gladius. I think that I don't remember if that lasts or not. Dellinger's fighting Idio. I know that doesn't last. Hyruden is fighting Machvice, which is actually a good pairing. It's actually something for Hyruden to fucking do. So I think you know that's cool for him. But you know how much cooler this fight would be if it was like Monster Point Chopper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you set up a giant in Act One. He's got to fight the Tanuki Man in Act Three. It's classic. It's Shakespeare, Jory. Come on, it's like the oh, Joker. Yeah, there's, some, there's something that I I feel like uh, doesn't get talked about enough, uh, and I forgot about until they mentioned it. That Dellinger is half fish man. Yeah, he's a <laughs> weird little guy. I don't know what's up with uh, him. I, I liked I liked when the when uh, Corazon was like, "Yeah, I stole a kid. 
and they're like in battle. We see like little tiny baby Dillinger are like loading cannonballs into a cannon. Mm-hmm. That I was stole neat. a and kid. Then, and then he he just had like a fin on his back, and I was like, "What? What the fuck is that?" And then they said later that he's a half fish man. I was like, "Oh yeah." And also, it's nice that Mockface has just always been the Tanuki guy. <laughs> like when they showed him in the past, he still had the tail and stuff. That was fun too. Yeah, he has a lot of fun in those little flashback visuals. Um, what else is? Oh yeah, Sai and Baby Five are still doing their fight, and it's pretty good. Sai is gonna take her out, and she's like. I'm in love. Yeah. Grandpa fight still going on. Oh, hey, the Tentata still exist. Yeah, they do. They're in. They're in the palace. Oh, never mind. Zoro's on screen and Zoro's off screen. Uh, Sabo is saving villagers, I guess. And Doflamingo is mad about the D. Remember that happened at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Treble has put himself back together, and Law lands a good hit on Doflamingo. He does an injection shot, which is just, I guess, a stab. That, like, hurts the insides. They, uh... It's in the episode title, and I was like, what? Is something... When he did that, and then nothing exciting really happened? I was like, uh, oh? Okay. (laughs) I was expecting something more. Yeah, it seems like it should be a moment, uh, where he's like, I'm gonna finally pull the trigger on Doflamingo, because Corazon could not. And then it's an attack, and it's like, okay, well, I'm still winning, so... Yeah. Anyways, 708 is the final episode we're going to talk about today. Uh, Doflamingo got hit. Wow, the fight is still basically the same. Huh, uh, La tries to use Countershock, but Doflamingo just dodges it. Now that Treble is put back together, he has gone back to being uh, extra annoying. He's now just pestering La at every, 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 like, oh, you missed, you missed, bro. Hey, you mad, bro? And that just goes on all the time. Uh, this fight's kind of cool for a second, though. Law, like, cuts off part of the palace and throws it at him. Yeah. That was cool. Um, of course, he's just going to break it up with string. Uh, they kind of, like, jump around in the rubble and fight each other, but Doflamingo just kind of grabs him. Cut back down to Luffy. He hits Bellamy by accident, and Bellamy's like, please just kill me. I'm more miserable than you could ever possibly comprehend right now. I, w- I wish you would just kill me. I want you to kill. Why do you have to be such a good guy, Luffy? Please, just end it. Please, I'm asking you as a friend. Put an end to me. We cut back to Pika and Zoro, and actually something finally fucking happens because Pika, like, leaves his statue and moves into the plateau itself. He ends up making a big face in the, in the plateau, but not before. Z- Zoro's, like, chasing him, and he's helped by Orlumbus. Remember Orlumbus? Uh, yeah, the guy with the beard. He's He's, like... What if you Googled pirate? <laughs> That's yeah. how you get, you get Olympus. <laughs> He's got like a whip or whatever. He like uses a Doflamingo pirate as a bowling ball and bowls down other Doflamingo pirates who are just kindly standing still for him when he does it. So that's yeah, so, a funny thing. So is, thing. That, a, is that like a, a, a devil fruit power that he can do that? Or just like a no, thing that he can do? No, I think it's just <laughs> a thing he, he can do. He, he has a whip, I think. Think so. Maybe people would just like stand at attention for him, and I don't know. Yeah, uh, or, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what the exactly what the bit is, but it is funny. And Zoro's like, "Okay, thanks, man. I remember you from the Coliseum. Bye." And <laughs> now the whole plateau is Pika's face. He has a really dumb laugh, and that's that's it for now. Pika Kaka or something like that. I don't remember. I think he knows. He, I know he says his name, but I can't remember if he says it once or like. Or if he's like, Pika, 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 or some shit. I don't remember. Uh, it is dumb, though. Zora's right about that. 
So we're going back up to the Doflamingo law fight. Doflamingo's like, eh, you're too emotional, law. Get over it. He mentions, uh, I guess Law probably never knew what the message said that was destroyed. But Doflamingo's like, yeah, if you hadn't given that message to Virgo, all of this wouldn't have happened. Dress Rosa would have been saved from me coming here. It's your fault. So it's all your fault, Law. You fucked up big time. And uh, he, like, puts his leg up against Law's arm and, like, draws a string from his, like, heel of his foot to his ass cheek. They're, like, up in the air right now, and La, like, Doflamingo basically, like, starts spiraling, like, he starts spinning in the air. I'm reminded of a move that Charizard did in the Pokemon anime. Uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a name for that move, I don't remember it, but Doflamingo, like, spins downward and continues to talk shit as they fall towards the ground. Uh, as he hits the ground, doing that big kick on La, like, pushing all that force and momentum down on his arm, Fucking takes his arm off. Yeah, that's a, a lot. Law just had his arm cut off. What the fuck? So that's cool. I'm sure there'll be consequences to that. I guess he can he can operate it back on, right? I mean, yeah. Right? I mean, of all of all the people to lose a limb, it's fucking Law we're talking about. So I'm sure it'll be fine. See, but this is this is just another thing where Doflamingo couldn't beat Buggy. That's true. Should have brought Buggy here. Luffy teamed up with the wrong. Uh, okay. As if on cue, now that Law has been substantially uh, gone through all his trauma and taken out of the fight, Luffy uh, can now end his fight, or at least progress his fight, because he has defeated Doflamingo's double. Uh, he, like, finally... I think he goes second gear and just, like, Jet Gatlings it when Bellamy's taken out of the way. Uh, he launches it up out through the ceiling. It's a, It, it kind of mirrors... His defeat in Crocodile. It's not the same move, but it's like kind of similar. It's not Storm. It's just yeah. Gatling, I think. It blasts through the ceiling and the, his body, the, the string body disintegrates. And they're like, oh, ho, ho, I guess Luffy's not out of this yet. And that's it. Well, I guess Doflamingo's about to shoot Law. Uh, and this stops him from doing it. Uh, that's the end of this chunk of episode. So surely next time, Luffy's going to hop up here, beat Doflamingo, and we're all going to go home. Right? Uh-huh? I, I, I hope so. You think so? Y yeah. He's going to beat him, and then everything is going to be done. It's, he's going to reunite with the other Straw Hats who are being chased by uh, B Big Mom. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> why? Why can't? Uh, why? 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 Why can't? Um, why can't she just uh, leave him alone? I don't think she's very nice. She is an emperor, and as far as we've seen, two of them are good. One of them is probably bad, so she's got to be bad. Yeah. I mean, I three of them are. I mean, because I guess Blackbeard kind of took the space of the good one. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Um, well, I, we'll just have to watch more and find out. And you'll, you'll give your great predictions for that at the end, as always. But uh, first, I will, I will ask you, Jory, where, where might people find you on those dang internets? Uh, you can find me online on Twitter, uh, where uh, it's at Noam Jory. Or you can follow my quest to find 
and uh, yell at the other person named Jory at my school. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very excited for when that opportunity comes up because I'm not going to explain myself. And uh, the joke is funnier when no one knows what's going on. Oh, I agree. I've decided. So uh, it's the, <laughs> it's the same as you going to your dog and being like feet. So yeah, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Or just anytime I make him cheer with me mm-hmm. for stuff that happens in One Piece, it's like, hey, Luffy beat the bad guy. I like when you make him dance to songs. <laughs> I like doing that too. It's a lot of fun. It's especially fun when I like, I'll like start to like grab his 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 paw, and then he just like gets up on his back legs, <laughs> like, oh, I know what's coming. And that's where that's where you can you can find me and all my web zone content. Go to my website, www.jory.com. Hold on, let me... Okay, it's not a porno site, so it's good. <laughs> what is it? Who who has jory.com? It says, if you can see this, it's a means installation page. of the Apache web server software on the system. Well, it's successful. I bet jory.com is probably like $50,000 or something to buy that. But jory.biz. What about no, I'm dot jory. What about jory.gay? <laughs> This site can't be reached. All right. I know what my website's going to be. I did search no, I'm dot Jory to see if Jory was even a domain name you could own, and it just took me to your Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah, where can we find you on online? Oh, twitter.com slash ghost of Joe, ghost of J. Oh, I'm on another podcast called Got It Memorized, which is a Kingdom Hearts uh, silly story recap podcast. Why are doing, we're doing uh, Neo, The World Ends With You kind of unpacking that game's pacing problems and all the things we do like about it as well. Uh, but that's over there, got it memorized. Um, and what else do we plug? The This show has a Twitter called We Are Watching OP. That's the, the name of it. Call it that. Um, it's also our Patreon, patreon.com slash We Are Watching OP. I think the links to that is bo- both in the show notes. They're not, they're, I think, easy to, to search and find, but... Um, thank you to all of our patrons. You get these episodes early. You get monthly bonus episodes. And in a minute, I believe it's Jory's turn to thank all of your, your names that are in a, in the Patreon. And I'll, you know, I'll just let them do that right now. A big thank you to, yeah, all these patrons for the end of the month of September. Adam B., Adam W., Andrew, Anton, Anxious Dust, Ashok, Becca, Ben, Benjury, uh, it's dangerously close to a name you're not allowed to have, Captain Moak, Chad, Clueless Wanderer, Connor, Damien, Deus Aqueous, Endless Moon, Eric V, Gage, Hayden, Heidi, Jay Harkins, Fooney, Jalen, James, Jamesus, Joe, Cat D, Cat F, Ken, Kyle, Logan, Lucas, Luke, Maddie, Mallory, Mark, Marcus, Martin, Matthew, Mick Foley, 299, Minty, Morgan, Paulina, Peter, Rem, Riley, Rodsters, Roger, Ryan, Snowy Scales, Stella, Stephen K, Stephen P, Tony, Trey, and Vitek. Oh man, those are my favorite names. Of all the names that there ever could be, <laughs> those are the favorites. Those are those are some good names. Some like so them. much that you say them twice. Yes, uh, and there's no Jories. That's uh, true. I, 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 there's no Jories, at least mate, revealing themselves in the Discord <laughs> or on any Patreons. <laughs> and I to be the like. Are we finale. scaring them off? 
are we scaring them off? Like, if a jewelry backs the, the Patreon, do we cancel the show? Like, what happens? So, uh, something that, uh, a thought that's come into my brain more than once is if I do any sort of live performance, whether it's a podcast or, like, I play in band or something, I'm absolutely going to, like, talk some a friend of mine, someone who people w- might not recognize, into being an audience plant for me. Mm-hmm. And so when I go, I'm Jory, and then since there's other ones, someone, someone will go, hey, I'm Jory too. And then I'll just get, like, very concern, concerningly aggressive with them. And I won't give, like, a heads up to anyone who like, running the event or the show or anything. So, like, it'll get really weird. <laughs> and then after a bit, I'll just be like, all right, let's go. Because <laughs> that's very funny to me. <laughs> yeah. It's a great plan. I really shouldn't be allowed outside. <laughs> I guess we can check in with our manga correspondent before we wrap up as well. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, so let's, let's, let's uh, 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 phone in Andrew. Andrew, our, our beloved manga correspondent. Um, what, what, uh, what's the difference, really, between, between this chunk of episodes and uh, how, how it was in the manga? This one's kind of interesting. They um, In the manga, they kind of flip back and forth between the two things happening pretty quickly. Uh, and here it takes them three episodes. Wow, what a shocker. I can't, I yeah, can't who, believe that. Who would have known? I, I can't believe it, you know? What it's an crazy. interesting that's choice a... to do it that way. <laughs> that's, that's one of the cool things about like adaptations is, is just seeing like differences that they do. Yeah, yeah. I love it differences, especially when they're worse. And on that note, uh, I think we can wrap up this episode with Jory, your always correct predictions. Lay them on me. Take us home. Uh, so, now that Law only has a single arm, and uh, Luffy has expended so much energy fighting the fake Doflamingo, he's going to have a hard time fighting the real Doflamingo. And uh, we're going to be close to defeat. Law's going to be, like, almost dead. And Luffy's gonna be unable to move after being tied up a whole bunch. And right as uh, uh, Doflamingo is about to kill Luffy, uh, it's gonna it's gonna just get silent everywhere, and it's gonna be revealed that uh, Corazon isn't dead because there's something that no one knew about the the op op fruit is that. It does kill you to give someone immortality, but it takes uh thir- thirteen years for it to happen. So that's why that's part of why Law wasn't able to win is because he was dying, and Corazon's gonna come and uh, kill his brother for them. Wow! Because he used he used the power on him to keep him alive thirteen years ago, but it takes that long for it to to kick in and for it to kill Law. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's it's like. What what if the op op fruit could do Brooks fruit but worse? <laughs> yeah, exactly. She was just gonna be like sentient dust that flies in <laughs> and just suffocates yep. Delflamingo. I'm sure that'll absolutely be what happens next time. Uh, <laughs> all of this will be resolved, I'm sure, by the time we get to 720, and you'll just have to listen next month and find out. Uh, but until next time. To be... To be... Continued.